So should this be a week of love? You know, I mean, Valentine's Day is Thursday. It depends. Mm. It depends. Like some people are not about Valentine's Day. Don't like the pressure of it. Don't like the forcedness of it. And other people are like, ooh, send me flowers. I got no pressure this week. You don't, Sam. But you know what I think? I think that you're definitely going to get some, at least here, Murphy, Sam, and Jody love. The ladies, the single ladies who listen, love Sam. Oh, I think so, in the building. Is I think there a single gonna... lady you know about that? No. No, there was somebody personally. that worked here years ago that loved giving you hugs, though, didn't she? Yeah, she did. It <laughs> was a little too close for my comfort. It's a little human resources issue there. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, the... so I think you might, what was it? Was it Christmas last year that you got a surprise man crate in the mail or yeah, something? Yeah, the bacon you might... crate. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. I you know, I I agree with Jody's prediction on that. Something like that will service again. Yeah. You know why? Why? The number one thing about you that that, that gets everybody is that you're so funny. That's one of the things that women want, that people want most, to be around somebody who makes them laugh and brings joy. It is the number one thing about you. Like when somebody says, how do you describe Sam? What's the first thing you say? He's the funniest guy I know. He's the funniest guy we know. Yeah. I don't say it like that, Sam, just so you know. The sad part is it only goes so far. Well, what's the weird about that? Work on. No, when, but when you describe somebody as the funniest person you know, then it creates this weird thing because then the person has to be uh-huh. funny at that moment. No it, pressure. And it, it creates it creates the clownfish right so syndrome. It's, it's almost yes. You need to just let it happen. That's what it is. He's you know? a clownfish. Make a joke. Right. That's why that has always spoken to you from Finding Nemo. You have been saying that since you saw that movie years yeah. ago. Tell us a joke. You're a clownfish. Yeah, now I get it. Pre- it speaks to you. Yeah, it does because when somebody, just like Murphy said, when they come up to you, it's like, okay, he's hysterical. <laughs> hey, come on, be funny, man. Come on. He wasn't as funny as I thought he was. So what you're saying? <laughs> remember is- our friend. Remember uh, our friend Tony. The time when he first met me. Yeah, yeah. he's he's listened before, and uh, Sam's you know oh, cut yeah. up and funny. But then when we met, it was like you, you froze sure, up. Sam sure was quiet. Oh, man. you froze up. You didn't deliver. Well, I wasn't. Yeah. In, I wasn't performing. It's a blessing. <laughs> it's a blessing and a curse. Then is what yeah. you're saying. Tell me about I'm it. I'm sorry. Heavy lies the crown, Sam. Mm. Happy Valentine's Ooh. week. Okay, coming up, um, Sam. You want us to point out to each other what's the most annoying trait we have? Awesome. <laughs> That's fun. Love too. is in the air. Also, That's funny. After after seven uh, Valentine's Day on a budget, little things you can do. Coming up, Sam has music news. Yeah, so we're going to be covering the Grammy wrap-up and the uh, Outsider in just a little bit, Jody. Mm-hmm. I figure next I'll do everything that's not, not Grammy-related, including the uh, the advisors they're going to use on The Voice this year, all the coaches. Cool. Sam's got music news. I know who all the advisors are going to be on the next season of The Voice. You do? Yes. Can we guess? Can we guess? Okay. So you, want, you want to guess, Jody? You want clues? Uh, Kelly Clarkson's advisor is touring with her. I don't know who's touring with her. Kelsey Ballerini. Very sweet. Okay, very sweet. Sweet. Uh, Adam no. Levine is going to have Charlie Puth. Ah. That's a good that's one pretty there. Cool. Uh, John Legend is uh, going to have uh, Khalid as his advisor. Cool. And uh, this is going to be great. I love Khalid. Blake voice. Shelton is going to have Brooks and Dunn. Oh, is he really? That's funny. Thinking it. Older school. Well, and that's what I was about to they're say. They're funny. Everybody up to that point was like, they're today. And yeah. then Brooks and Dunn kind of throws another wrinkle in it. Yeah. That will be funny. Though. Can that yeah. get more country? I mean, with Blake 
and those two. Yeah, well, Blake is... needs to do something because remember, Kelly Clarkson won last season. She's tough to beat. So it starts uh, season 16, uh, mm. starts February 25th, so that's coming up shortly. And you know that Blake is going to be all over Adam about the Super Bowl shirtless. Oh. He's going to be all oh, over yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Maybe he'll have one of those fake tattoo shirts on or something. <laughs> uh, Jody, the girls will like this one. Pentatonix is planning their North American tour. Oh, love them. Uh, the last thing they put out besides the Christmas album, they put out a pop hits album where they did a lot of covers uh, like yeah. this one. Finesse from Bruno Mars. Very cool. Took We've a, seen them live. We took the girls and it's incredible. They're up there doing all these incredible sounds just with their bodies. Now, it doesn't get no old being acapella only. No, because, well, no but they, they vary it up because there's the cello. I mean, there yeah. are some instruments that they will play in the middle. So no, it's a very entertaining it's show. It's not. They, yeah. they understand that it would get tired quickly. Uh, 45 dates. Rachel Platten will be the opener. The mm-hmm. tickets go on sale this, uh, this Friday. It starts, by the way, the tour starts in May and ends in September. Also, Marvin Gaye had a lost album. I just found out about this one. It's going to be released in March. It's the one that was supposed to be the follow-up to what's going on in 1971. Uh, He put gave it to the record company, and they said, "Hmm, "This is not going to be a commercial success." No, we're not putting it out. I did not know that. So now they're putting it out. Here's one of the songs. Oh baby, I'm just a shy guy. What? I'm so nervous. Yeah. Wow. How could anything that Marvin Gaye touched not be a hit? That's it's, what it's th- Marvin Gaye's voice, yeah. and it sounds like a Smokey Robinson song. Yeah. It's called, the album's called You're the Man. It's going to come out March 29th, right before what would have been his 80th birthday. That's wow. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music News. All right, coming up next, Sam wants us to figure out our most annoying traits based on our signs. Okay. Went down another rabbit hole this weekend on the internet. <clears throat> okay, Sam. But I think it would be, it's kind of beneficial. Oh. Um, it was a, a, a link that's, it's a site that says it's exactly what's so annoying about you based on your Zodiac sign. And, <laughs> Sounds like something that would capture your attention. Yeah. And so, you know, I immediately go to Virgo, which is what I am, and started reading Was it, it. right? Was it correct? Or it, can you yeah. see yourself see, clearly you know how, like that? Uh, when you look at Zodiacs or horoscopes, it's like, yeah, some of this, and not, but not some of that. But you, when it actually pinpoints something, that's yeah. when you're like, oh, whoa. Th- it, this did that. But see, I'm kind of an ignorant horoscope user because i mean i i know that my sign is leo but i don't really know about it how things line up and what's a match for this and you know mm-hmm. all that kind of, i i'm not the expert and i have some I friends who are but either. i just oh my so, God. so i'm like you sam i'll look at something it's like does it match me or not yeah okay. and you can always find something that does and something that doesn't i gave you virgo jody okay it, it, sam you're a virgo virgo the big takeaway here is that you're too nitpicky yeah everything has to be done a certain way yeah. that jumps out at you yeah yeah. yeah, I mean everything. I'm it's, you are that not way. satisfied. Every too, too nitpicky. Everything. Well, that's the reason you don't like a movie that's out there, except for Love Actually. Yeah, you like Man, Love Actually. There's nothing that's to the nitpick in that movie. movie. To you. Yeah. Well, so what? That's not so bad. No. Jody says, and Jody's a Cancer, and and, and we mean the Zodiac, <laughs> not in terms of employees and coworkers. Enjoy that. Yeah. To the operation. No. <laughs> uh, but it says that you're uh, you're moody. I wouldn't uh, say that you're moody. Uh, I mean, you do have emotional swings on some things. And so... He oh, thought my thing was emotional, not moody. <laughs> he's putting his corporate spin yeah, words on it's it. It's like, yeah. You're I'm not too, moody. Uh, too are, emotional is what I read. But yeah. yeah, I do feel like I'm too emotional. And you sure, are. I'm moody. Yeah. Sure. I agree. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'm agreeing too much. Sorry about yeah. it. Okay. What, what's Murphy? Murphy's a Leo. 
And basically, as far as annoying traits, the biggest one is that you have to be the center of attention. You you need the spotlight. What? Is that why my name's first? <laughs> Murphy, Sam, and Jody? Well, I see the spotlights on it. You do? Well, I don't know if that's a bad thing, because it's probably gotten you pretty far in your life, but you do. Oh, like, wait, wait, want... we're assuming that that's what I, that I, well, what I am. I, I can equate that sort of with leadership. Me too. Okay. When there's, a, there's a something going on, and Murphy walks into a room, he's immediately about, what's my stake here? What? Hello, you know it's kind of like yeah. that, and that's leadership. So what? what, what that's take, Leo-ship. Leo ship. Yeah, mm-hmm. we can take all this and you know read guess, anything into it. Yeah, you can read. Yeah, it. you got the two or three lines that are you, and then the rest is like yeah. Being a Leo or leader is not necessarily annoying, you know. All right, so I'm a nitpicker. You're a leader, and Jody's emotional. Hey, uh, we invite you to come join us after the show. I'm <laughs> sounding kind of laid back this morning. Hey, right? hey dude. A little slow start all right, all right, all right. Yeah. <laughs> God, that would be all right, wouldn't it? Yeah. Mm. Although I do appreciate the fact that you were willing to compare me to Matthew McConaughey, Sam. <laughs> um, so, uh, but anyway, I was going to say, come join us after the show today because we do an episode of After the Show every single day, fresh. You get a podcast of everything we do here every morning, and then after the show, something we only do online. <sighs> yes. Um, this is going to be a tricky day for Murphy um, because you got a smartwatch so that you could always this is what you told me and sold me Murph is that so that you could always be able to watch your new glucose monitor on your watch Mm mm-hmm but you've also ordered Uber with it. You check email with it. You get text with it. The smartwatch. Yeah, yeah. But you forgot your watch at home. I keep forgetting today. to wear the smartwatch. I'm not. I'm so not used to it. Correct. I'm so not used to wearing a watch now. And you know, I mean, it's just so difficult to pull something out of my pocket and read the same number. So, um, but I, but I do like that. But here's what I've run into, and this happened to me yesterday. I was in a meeting, and I was <laughs> my blood sugar was starting to go low. Yeah. And so I was checking at it, and I looked at it again. I kept looking at my watch no Everybody. he wants to get out of here and that's exactly what the, oh. she said do you have to be somewhere i'm like oh no i'm sorry i didn't realize no oh. my blood sugar is just low that <laughs> yeah, makes right. sense right no i'm just i'm just checking my blood sugar oh. uh-huh. so right. i created this whole new problem i don't finger stick anymore which people would kind of notice i was doing that but not really you and think? worry about it yeah right. click and then you squeeze blood out of your finger yeah and go, but i always <laughs> i always did it under the table if nobody you know but uh but when you're looking at your watch you send a totally different signal you yeah know? well it's funny too like you how many times is he gonna do this you don't realize this at home now sometimes in the evening when you lay down on our little love seat in our living room you used what sam That's barry That's white what he does. <laughs> you know when you lay down on the love seats anyway when you do that you used to be laying there with like your phone you yeah. know and now it's like this <laughs> The watch. the watch like there's a fist in the air with the watch well actually it's the ceiling lights are blinding me <laughs> <laughs> anyway we're also getting used to the sound of your new glucose monitor because you know when it's alerting you that you're going low or whatever it's, it's yeah. like you're beeping what, beeping off you mean beeping. the cgm yeah CGM. that's what it's called well and what jody's talking about is since i'm a type one that wears a pump instead of sticking my finger i now wear what they call it wearing it you know this the little meter that transmits <laughs> I'm wearing it so it's really cool that it actually sends that information that way yes it is super cool but it's not going to help me much today without the watch <laughs> is it call or text us 877-310-4MSJ. Lee uh, wants to chat with you, Murphy. He also beeps, too. 
877-310-4MSJ to give us a call and join the conversation anytime. Um, Lee wants to visit with you, Murphy. Okay. Hey, Lee. Hey, I was. I can. I can feel your pain. Yeah. Okay. I've been on. I've been diabetic for forty years. Oh my goodness. Wow. And I have a pump too. And my wife's a very light sleeper. And when my alarm goes off, yeah, before I can even wake up and see, she's up heading out of the kitchen and bringing me back this great big old sixteen ounce mm-hmm. cup of orange juice. Yeah, That's so sweet. And I'm like, well, why am I going to drink this for? She said, because your alarm's going off. I said, well, what if it's too high? Then <laughs> you're going to send it higher. And she goes, oh, yeah. Well, check to see what it is. <laughs> she's just, so she's I'm just like, okay. on it. Yeah, <laughs> she's just trying to help you, honestly. Oh, I know. We've been married over 30 years, so yeah, it's just something you used to. Yes. Yeah, you do. It's funny. It's because I know it's it's not my responsibility. It's his responsibility, and he knows that. You know that, Murphy. Yeah, but, I do. Um, if I can help oh, you, I know. We, if we, I can help you, I'm right here. We know here. we have to own it, but right. when you're married, that's just your spouse has to own it, too, because you know she always has to have something ready. I have all kinds of medical problems, and mm. half the time I forget. I'm uh, better at like, thinking yeah, of that kind can't. of stuff, too. We'll leave the house on a day trip or something. I'm like, do you have stuff to I, treat I, with? I know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wonder why that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> Welcome to marriage. Yeah. But I feel you're paying with that thing. It's oh, enough to you. drive you crazy. Especially yeah. in, ooh, especially in church when they're in the middle of a prayer. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. With Murphy, it's a well, meeting, I think. But, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mind meetings. Yeah. Because I can say, hey, it's my glucose meter. Sure. But yeah, when, you, when you're in the middle yeah, of a church with about 200 people, yeah. and I think that's a little... Ah, 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 ah. Well, God yeah. understands, they, but the people think it's a phone. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. It's like, I'm, I'm having a low. Can I get a little more grape juice here? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Lee. We appreciate the phone call. Yeah, it is funny that uh, you know Jody doesn't run to the kitchen for me though when I'm having a low. It's like she taps me. It's going off. Your your alarm is going off. That's because you have Sprite I, uh, and Swedish Fish by no, the bed. But when you're gonna knee in the back. Yeah, and, and I know you would do anything for me, but I've never really relied on you. I, I need to take that action, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm just teasing you. Lee, thank you. Eight I'm glad seven, I'm not alone. Yeah. 877-310-4MSJ to jump in anytime. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. Let's go to the Grammys, guys, Yay. from last night. Biggest winners, best performance, and oh my gosh, Gaga's dress. Let's do that next. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. So the Grammys happened live last night in LA, okay? Mm-hmm. And it was hosted by Alicia Keys, first female host in like 15 years. Man, she was like into that. it when she came out. She was awesome. So when she comes out, to me, she was the, this is the big talking about point today is Alicia Keys. Mm-hmm. She's so cool. Um, she's so mad talented. We're going to get to her performance, which is crazy. If you didn't see it, you have to go back and watch it. Um, when she first came out to intro the show, she brought all these ladies with her, like J-Lo's out there and all these other powerful ladies. And there's Gaga. And then, oh, Michelle Obama. And at first, the crowd went so wild that she couldn't get a word in. Mm-hmm. But eventually, it was like all of the ladies talked about, you know, kind of what music meant to them and their personal music experiences. So here's Michelle Obama. Music helps us share ourselves, our dignity and sorrows, our hopes and joys. It allows us to hear one another. When she first started, she was talking about the Motown, Motown records stuff, that yeah. she used to listen to. She used to grow up with Motown, mm-hmm. so she was just explaining her whole family. And that was just a surprise. Nobody knew that was going to happen, so that's yeah. super cool. Yeah. 
the biggest performance, and this a, there was a lot last night, a lot of tributes and all this, but as the host, you know that Alicia Keys performed. This is the performance, guys. She mm-hmm. sat in between two grand pianos, one white, one black, and she played, at, she went back and forth between the two of them, yeah. and then at some point, she played both of them, and what did she play? A medley of stuff that she loves. We're talking old classics like Roberta Flack. We're talking new stuff from Ludacris and Drake. Would you like a sample? Yeah. my pain with this finger. Two pianos. I still see the shadows in my room. Can't take back the love that I gave you. Unforgettable. How much fun is that? Anyway, she was wearing her signature hat. She's too cool. I think there's already like online petitions begging to have her back next year. (laughs) You know, no matter who won last night, Alicia Keys kind of won the night. Good. Coming up in your next Hollywood Outside around 7.55, we'll get to those winners. We'll get to Gaga's speech and her dress. Oh, and Dolly Parton. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. So, uh, Valentine's Day, a handful of days away. And so, if That's you're right. going to do something special for your sweetheart, there are ways that you can do this on a budget. Yes. And so, we get some ideas for now you. Now you're talking. The point is to think about it now. Yeah. We do have ideas That's later. coming up later this hour. Um, over the weekend, Murphy, I figured out by process of the girls not coming to me and saying anything is that, you know, we lost our 14, 13 or 14-year-old pug, Piggy Gaga, the other last week. And when you say night. lost, she didn't run away. She actually she passed, she passed away. on. She, she crossed the Rainbow Bridge. Yeah. That's what, you know I mean? That's, that's a, what you they heard say. that term? Yeah. I know. Anyway, she left us. She's howled her last howl. Yeah. Um, And I was, you know, when Phoebe lost her Pomeranian years ago, Felix, she was young. He was her dog. It was so traumatic for her that we let her grieve that anyway that yeah. she needed yeah. and wanted to. I like Felix. She used to dress him up. She used to dress him up. cute little palm, yeah. He was so her buddy, her best she friend. She dressed him as Elvis, remember? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. a groom, and she had a service, and she married him one night. It was so cute, you know. Anyway, she had trouble letting that go, so she had a service for him. And I said, yes, let's do it. Anything that would help her say goodbye, I let her do. We had some friends over. She had some friends over. We got up and told our favorite stories about Felix, and including him taking our underwear and running away with them. Because like, he did all kinds of mischief. Yeah, so, I've done that too. <laughs> taking the underwear and run. Anyway, um, there's going to be no service for Piggy. Apparently, the oh, really? girls are nah. both at peace with it. Okay, and they, I think they've grown up more. So... It's it's a done deal until we get the paw print but, you know, in the mail. Well, and and maybe what we should, we should do is like go back and find some family photos and videos and yeah. and and put it together. Yeah. With, with Felix, did we release the balloons again? Phoebe did. It's like she wrote. She was little. She wrote I love that, a though. little "I love you forever" on a balloon, and she released them into the sky. Yeah. I had read about that. And then and Murphy suggested. took out his BB gun. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, you know, would you remember, it, both of our daughters have done that. Taylor, when she was little, and she probably doesn't even remember this, when Black and White, the cat, before we had the dogs, oh, yeah. passed away, she, she released the balloons, balloon. too. And the very first thing after they disappeared into the sky, <laughs> she turned to me and Jody and said, so can we get a dog now? Yeah. <laughs> like, Man, it must have worked like a charm. Yeah. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. 
Jody's first online shopping experience, but not for things that you buy that get delivered to you. Mm-hmm. This is that grocery thing, you know, where you pull oh, yeah. up and boom, it's ready for you. Yeah, I didn't mess it up, but there was something <laughs> I didn't expect when I got there, Sam. So I need to tell you, since I know you're dying to do yeah. it. Yeah. Did you see my Facebook post yesterday, Sam? Uh huh. I did it, and I didn't mess it up. Yesterday morning, I ordered groceries on my phone from the app, made my list, checked it twice. You didn't have to wait a day. No, and I clicked, and I thought, Sunday, it's not going to happen for me. And it did. It was available for pickup. I could do two to three, four to five, five to six, whatever hour window I wanted. Okay. Okay. So if you pick an hour window, then you got to let them know I'm on the way. So no, 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 no. Oh, calm down. You pick an hour window, and I'm serious. At two o one, I picked two to three. Yeah. At two o one, I got a text. Bing. Your groceries are ready. Click this to let us know when you're on the way. Wow. Man. So I put my yoga pants on. <laughs> there you go. I had, Murphy was taking a little Sunday afternoon nap. Yeah, yeah I was. And um, I tiptoed out of the house and I clicked to let him know I was on the way. And it said to follow the signs, and it did yeah. show, and I followed the signs, and I pulled in, and it tells you what number to pull into. It didn't. If it did, I I uh, didn't obey didn't do that. that or I did. You. I just pulled in. <laughs> I got somebody else's there groceries. Was, there were plenty of open ones, and here she comes with all my things. And she said, Miss um, Jody, there was one little, there were two little things. And I was like, uh oh, what did I do? Um, two substitutions they had to make. Uh-huh. Like I chose one brand of boneless, skinless chicken breasts, and they didn't have that. So they got me a different one. Yeah. yeah. And she would made a substitution. I said, great. And they didn't have little cocktail cucumbers like I wanted. They had <laughs> regular cucumbers. Oh. So they made a substitution. The horror. It was awesome. What are cocktail cucumbers? Little ones. Small ones. You've little, ever seen those in no. the bag? I love the way they crunch. They're awesome. They're like mini carrots? Kind of. Oh, wow. Anyway, uh. Uh, M- Murphy, you'll be happy to know that those substitutions were even less expensive and fine. Those chicken breasts were amazing. We had them last oh, night. They were awesome, yeah. Um, it was so sweet. The girl was awesomely sweet. Tip? I did not tip since I wasn't supposed to. Okay. Right? I'm just wondering. I wanted to. She was fabulous. I mean, I'm thinking about playing with my app today. <laughs> For two days ahead. She's back again. For two days from now, just so I can just swing in. (laughs) It was truly awesome. It was so fast I didn't wake up from the nap and she was home. Had a house full of groceries. Yeah. You know, earlier we were um, saying that I think it's very likely, Sam, that you might get some secret Valentines this week. You're uh-huh. single, especially a lot of the single ladies who listen to us always love Sam. There's always a lot of love for, oh, I think Sam's cute. Do I think Sam should take me on a date. Do I need to make a shoebox and bring it in? You know, just like in school. That's kind of my idea for the office. Sat tomorrow. it over there and hope that. Uh, I so love that. And I'm gonna tell you, I wish life was that simple after school. Mm-hmm. If, you, if if you could, if Valentine's Day consisted of you making a shoebox and sharing a cup of Valentines with very simple messages, life would be a great thing, don't you, you think? Know, yeah, but remember when we were kids, you shared Valentines with the kids you wanted to share Valentines with. Now you share them with everybody. Now you got to bring enough for everybody. It's true. Well, we did that actually, and we did it for everybody. Oh. I, we did. We did the whole classroom, and okay. you know, I mean, I got That's my good. girlfriend a necklace. I know. <laughs> well, um, it was a drugstore necklace, but it was still a necklace. Yeah. Oh, country lyric! <laughs> drugstore necklace. So, anyway, I bring it up because we were talking about you being funny, yeah. and that being the funny first, how, like I amuse you. Um, I'm like here a to clown. amuse you. Yeah. Okay. 
And that being the first thing that people think of when they, you know, if somebody says, hey, what's Sam like? I literally say he's hysterical. He makes us laugh every day. So grateful for that. And, and, and I you go, know that's and? that's kind of what you lead with yeah. people. That's how people describe you. When people describe Murphy, oh, he's the nicest man in the world. And we know that's oh, how that's he gets sweet. described. I didn't know that's what people said about me. Yeah, I don't know how people describe as me. As far as you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. But anyway, um People love you, Jody. Just so that you know. Okay. I mean, they, well, what, what I hear is that everybody thinks if everybody Jody is everybody's friend. That's what you know. Oh, I've heard that before. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's good. Um, I just bring it up because we were talking about how funny you are, yeah. and you were saying that that's also pressure filled. Yeah. Like people, you know that people expect you to be funny, so you don't get a day off. No. You feel like you always have to be funny, and I have in working with you for all these years. There's also another side to that. There's like a flip side to that. And that's that when somebody comes in, like somebody walks in this room Mm -hmm. in a minute, they're going to try to make you laugh. People Uh, are always trying to make you laugh because they associate you with humor. Don't you find that to be true? Yeah. And then the the pressure there is you feel like you got to one up with their laugh. Oh, and you do. They throw the joke out and it's like, well, I got to one up that. Yeah. Put them back in their place. <laughs> you come in here with that? Well, I got this for you. It's just an interesting dynamic that comedy brings. You don't yeah. even realize it's happening and it happens. Yeah. It's just All like right. heckling in a comedy club. The guy in the audience is going to try to be funnier than the comic. The right. comic puts him in his place. Right. Anyway. All right. Coming up, you guys ready for Valentine's Day on a budget? Little things you can do at home or the office. We'll kick that off next. Doing Valentine's Day on a budget, actually, it's possible. Of you know, course it is. It is the thought that counts at the end of the day. And Look, so. <laughs> I'm going to say this. If you're already married and in a great relationship, then Valentine's Day should be easy for you. Ooh, go there for we the, go. I'm off the hook. You are. Uh, I mean, go for the private joke. Go for the... Pick up uh, uh, one portion of the your spouse's favorite dessert and surprise them and bring it home. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's, it, it should be easy if you think along those lines. Something sweet that will be a surprise that they wouldn't expect. Yeah. Next, um, you don't have the. I think Valentine's Day is tricky for those who are in new relationships because you don't know what to They're do. Still figuring how it out. big of a gesture, or, or or you're madly in love and you know the pressure of this day. I guess coming. that's where you'd have to have honest conversation. When you say that, it always reminds me of our former producer Drew, who back in his single days, yes, he would refuse to date anybody between Christmas and Valentine's to take all the pressure off. You know right. what I mean? It's the present pressure. February fifteenth forward was fair game, ah. but yes. you know, I'm going to stay single is what he used to say between Christmas and Valentine's. <laughs> yeah, that all worked fine for him until he met Libby. <laughs> Anyway, so well, I wanted to throw these ideas out. Um, years ago, my mom, for our girls when they were little, showed up at the house on Valentine's Day and they had come Unannounced? Home. Probably. Well, that happens every day. <laughs> oh, she hasn't been over in a long time. You know why? Because she lived with us for I months, know. remember? <laughs> she had enough. She got her fill. <laughs> caught a clue. She's like, you got another dog? What? What is this? Anyway, she showed up one Valentine's afternoon, and the girls were so small then, like they were like in preschool, and they'd come home with their little Valentines and you know all this. And she showed up with a little plate with red velvet cupcakes with cream cheese icing. Mm. Mm-hmm. And she was like, "This is my idea for Valentine's. I just wanted to make you something and bring you something." And it was Valentine's E because it was red velvet. Yeah, I mean, winner isn't that cute? Works and that's for me. Homemade. It's homemade. Uh, one year also, a couple of years later, I made for them, and I let them help me, chocolate dip strawberries. 
that's two ingredients and it's easy. Yeah. <laughs> you get the strawberries, you wash them and dry them, and then you heat up the cho- like chocolate chips in like a Pyrex and you stir and stir and stir and you dip and you just let them dry and you, they're delicious. It's very Valentine's-y. Yeah. It's not too expensive. Okay. So tomorrow morning, by the way, something cute to do at the office if you want to kind of Valentine's everybody. Okay. Uh, are we doing this? No. Oh, okay. You don't have well, to do say, anything, good Sam. Good to see you're in the spirit, Sam. Back to Valentine's on a budget. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We love to hear from you. 877-310-4MSJ. Call us anytime. Yeah. Carol's up next, and she says she wants to tell us about the uh, worst Valentine gift mm. she ever got. Jump in anytime. We love to hear from you. 877-310-4675. What's going on, Carol? I just wanted to comment on the Valentine's present. Uh, oh, yeah? Last year, I got the worst one in the whole world. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I was kind of expecting an engagement ring because my um, my significant other had been talking about that at Christmas time. Mm-hmm. But I didn't get it for Christmas. Yeah. So I kind of expected it for Valentine's, but mm-hmm. I got... A nice wooden box of assorted teas instead. (laughs) That's weird. (laughs) That's like something I give my girlfriend, you know, or a friend at work. But you don't give it to your significant other for Valentine's Day. Yeah, that's... We've that's, that's been together for seven years. Are you still <laughs> together now? Yeah, is he still in your life? <laughs> oh, no. I We're friends, but obviously all we're going to be. Yeah, yeah I'm, like, I'm okay, sorry. I'm done. <laughs> that's someone that misfires and mis, miscues. That's a, that's a mistake. I know, right? God, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but, Guys out there, do not give your girlfriend a box of assorted teas. That's a friendship gift, not a, a romantic gift. Yeah, right. Or if you're married and you love cheese. <laughs> like, Murphy would yeah. love that, right? Yeah, We're still, already there, you know? If you're expecting the big right. thing and you get cheese. Yeah. Do you still, though, feel that... It doesn't have to be a grand gesture as long as it's sort of right. As long as it's, you know? Right. I don't I think know, it has right? to be something huge, but as long as it's appropriate. As long for as there's a ring are. with the cheese. <laughs> no, Sweet it was, thing. It was T. It was T. T E A S. Oh, like tease. A, you know, oh. I thought you a said wooden box of sort of tease. Tease worse. <laughs> <laughs> you, you just took it down a notch, oh, Carol. Oh, man. <laughs> I know, right? Okay, you knew him. Did he really just misfire? Like, did he really not know? Well, what I found out is he's just too afraid after his divorce, even though it's been like seven years. Yeah. That he just cannot commit. And yeah. that was basically, I think, his way of saying, nope, I just can't commit. I can't do it. And I'm like, well, I need somebody that can commit. So, you know, we're done. Right. Wasted seven years of my life. Well, no, oh. you didn't waste it. Oh, my gosh, you're killing me. Yeah, you got uh, some tea. No, you got some experience. <laughs> you got some experience. Thank you, Carol. Sorry to hear that. Yeah, I mean, I, at least I hope it was assorted like chamomile yeah, and green. Earl Grey. And, yeah. and wouldn't you love a box of cheese, Murphy? I know uh, over it. Over tea, sure. Yeah. Well, yeah. no, you know, I like both. Actually, that would Can be a nice both? assorted package, yeah. a basket of cheese and teas. Not to Carol. Yeah, with a summer sausage. 877-310-4MSJ. Give us a call anytime. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. Biggest moments from the Grammys last night for you and the Gaga dress I can't stop thinking about. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Grammy Awards last night live in LA. And you know, Lady Gaga, I loved her dress. Google it today. It reminds me of something I wore to prom in the late 80s. Mm. It was shiny and crinkly and it had this big 
things sticking out from. I just it was. It was if I had a Barbie doll right now, that's the dress I'd want to put on the Barbie. I love so it. So you loved it. What? What's the big thing sticking out? There was no name. It's like a flare. I don't know what you call that. Uh-huh. I'm not a fashion designer. Anyway, that was my favorite dress. I, I and you know you'll never see it again. But it was so 80s. Maybe that's why it spoke to Did me. You like that hat that J Lo was wearing? Yes. I like everything J-Lo wears. She can wear a hat now. So can Alicia Keys, and and she did last night. Um, Lady Gaga did her shallow song. uh, You know, Bradley Cooper was across the pond at the BAFTA Awards. Um, So Lady Gaga performed and then won for Best Pop Duo. And so she got emotional during her speech. I just want to say I'm so proud to be a part of a movie that addresses mental health issues. They're so important. She was uh, just, you know, she said, look, if you ever feel this way, you feel like that, like this, you know, there's no shame in it. Get help. It was beautiful. She was lovely. And then, of course, you know, there was a big Dolly Parton tribute. Mm-hmm. She was there. This is her and Miley. Okay. You can tell that Dolly realizes she's going to have to really belt it if you're going to sing with Miley. Yeah. <laughs> she sounds great. She's so cute. You could just wrap her up and take her home, yeah. can't you? She did a great job. I mean, she sounded really good. And Miley was busy because she sang with Shawn Mendes, too. She did. It was, big night. it was a big night, and she was there with her dad, Billy Ray, yeah. brought her to the Grammys. Yeah. And um, probably the most talked about performance, and rightly so, was Alicia Keys, the host for the night, sitting between two pianos, doing a big medley. They called it Club Keys, <laughs> of like new stuff, um, old standards, and stuff she loves. of Leon yeah that she's doing right there like you don't ever know what to expect Drake makes you feel like she's beyond mega talented she you know is that? and she's so amazing. cool and likable it makes you feel like if you see her in concert you don't know what's coming next I can't play one piano I know <laughs> <laughs> another Hollywood outsider coming your way around 8.30 Murphy, Sam and Jody, your Hollywood outsider So should this be a week of love? You know, I mean, Valentine's Day is Thursday. It depends. It depends. Like some people are not about Valentine's Day. Don't like the pressure of it. Don't like the forcedness of it. And other people are like, ooh, send me flowers. I got no pressure this week. You don't, Sam. But you know what I think? Mm. I think that you're definitely going to get some, at least here, Murphy, Sam, and Jody love. The ladies, the single ladies who listen, love Sam. Oh, I think so, in the building. Is I think there a single gonna... lady you know about that? No. No, there was somebody that worked here years ago that loved giving you hugs, though, didn't she? Yeah, she did. <laughs> it was a little too close for my comfort. It's a little human resources issue there. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so I think you might, what was it? Was it Christmas last year that you got a surprise man crate in the mail or yeah, something? Yeah, the bacon you might... crate. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. I you know. I agree with Jody's prediction on that. Something like that will surface again. Yeah. You know why? Why? The number one thing about you that that, that gets everybody is that you're so funny. That's one of the things that women want, that people want most, to be around somebody who makes them laugh and brings joy. It is the number one thing about you. Like when somebody says, how do you describe Sam? What's the first thing you say? He's the funniest guy I know. He's the funniest guy we know. Yeah. I don't say it like that, Sam, just so you know. The sad part is it only goes so far. 
Well, what's the weird rest about of it that? You work on. No, when, but when you describe somebody as the funniest person you know, then it creates this weird thing because then the person has uh-huh. to be funny at that moment. No and pressure. It, and it, it, creates, it creates the clownfish right. so syndrome. It's, it's almost yes. You need to just let it happen. That's what it is. He's you know? a clownfish. Make a joke. Right. That's why that has always spoken to you from Finding Nemo. You have been saying that since you saw that movie years yeah. ago. Tell us a joke. You're a clownfish. Yeah. Now I get it. Pre- it speaks to you. Yeah, it does because when somebody, just like Murphy said, when they come up to you, it's like, okay. He's hysterical. <laughs> hey, come on. Be funny, man. Come on. He wasn't as funny as I thought he was. So what you're saying <laughs> Remember our friend, remember, uh, our friend Tony? The time when he first met me, yeah. Yeah. he's he's listened before, and uh, Sam's you know oh, cut yeah. up and funny. But then when we met, it was like you, you froze sure, up. Sam sure was quiet. Oh, mm-hmm. you froze up. You didn't deliver. Well, I wasn't. Yeah. In, I wasn't performing. It's a blessing. <laughs> it's a blessing and a curse. Then is what yeah. you're saying. Tell me about I'm it. I'm sorry. Heavy lies the crown, Sam. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Ooh. week. I want to say a thank you to you and anybody else. If you commented on our Facebook page or Instagram over the last couple of days about um, Piggy Gaga, our 13-year-old pug who passed away last week, thank you for that. We have so many comments like, I'm so sorry for your loss. They bless our lives in many ways. Um, Bless sweet Queen Piggy. (laughs) I will miss her unique stench. <laughs> she did. She had a unique stench. Like even in death, getting backhanded compliments. You knew what it was about. It's just a reality. Yeah. We loved her. We rescued her, and we made her as comfortable as possible. But she was a moody, maybe cranky old. She was a trip, man. Yeah. Pug. Mm-hmm. And she had a her, her TT accidents were stenchy, and not always in the greatest wow. health. No, she yeah. survived several emergency vet trips where we thought this was it. <laughs> she survived several last trips to the vet, huh? Yeah, it, she did. It got me thinking about my own pet experiences. Yeah, Chad. As a kid, I had a lot of rats. Yeah, I know. It's not a pet. What, little white rats? Yes, uh, oh. white rats with red eyes. Uh, oh. They're often referred to as lab rats. Yeah. As a kid, I thought they were so cool. And I had several. The problem with lab rats is that there can be a lot of... Well, there's a lot of that. Yeah. But. And, and there's a lot of health problems with them. And Do they so, really? Yeah. Too I, much saccharin? <laughs> I knew that was coming. Sorry. Couldn't keep them away from the diet drinks. <laughs> they get a number of different skin diseases. As a kid, one of my most memorable pets was Frost Glow. Uh, that's what I named right. it. Uh-huh. White fur, red eyes. I was like, oh, Frost Glow. Right. Um, had this skin disease and... We actually had to coat it in this powder to try to save it, and Whoa. we couldn't do it. Mm. I was very young. My parents had to explain to me, like, look, we tried really hard to save it. I knew because I remember those nights, you know, yeah. putting them in the powder, and uh, <laughs> we, we couldn't save Frost Glow. We had a, a funeral in the backyard. Oh, that's and, sweet. I'm glad oh, your parents sweet. did that for you. And it, it reminded me of your experience, the way you guys... Right. Y- your your kids have been through this before and you know it's it's tough it was really tough goodbye. for me at that age and i'm I'm glad the transition's right. been easier for you it's the only difficult part of ownership pet ownership is goodbye yeah. it really is um and i'm glad your parents let you do that you mm. know because how many of us you're i'm sorry i grew up sort of within the i did grow up in the country and there were times when it was like oh that dog died sorry forgot to tell you what <laughs> What? All the time. That really it happened, happened to you? Hey, where's Fluffy? It did well. happen. It happened on occasion. <laughs> Hard knock life back in the country. Sorry to hear that. That never happened to me. <laughs> Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood outsider. 
Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Grammy Awards last night, so let me hit you with some big winners here. Childish Gambino took home four Grammys. He was not there, though. That's the first time that's happened in decades. Um, Lady Gaga performed and won for Shallow and then Best Pop Solo performance for her own Joanne, and she was nervous when she performed, they said. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe Bradley has become her crutch. I don't know. Um, Casey Musgraves won Album of the Year. That's pretty good and for also, a country album. It is, and also four Grammys. So she had a very big night. But to me, the performance of the night, and she stole the whole show, was the host, Alicia Keys. Not just for her coolness, and we all like her, but for her performance on two pianos, just a medley of songs. Drumming my pain with this finger. Sitting between two pianos, playing both of them at some times. Mm-hmm. Alicia Keys, let's have her back to host the Grammys next year, right? Yeah. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. So uh, moments ago here in the studio, Sam was you know, jokingly knock, knocking on the countertop like that, uh, making everybody think that somebody that was, was the door. And it was talking about how you do that to the dogs, yeah. right? And it reminded me, because it's funny, you can trick a dog for anything, and I <clears> forgot <throat> to tell you this. Not yeah. true. Back several months ago, whenever I was putting in the Nest doorbell thing with yeah. the video, and you know, you have to wire it up, and, and you push the button a few times, because you're, you're trying to get everything to work like it's supposed to. So I'm ringing the doorbell multiple times. Oh, yeah. And do you know that every single time the dog started barking like crazy it's like it, i just did this 30 seconds ago <laughs> yeah. it's still me it doesn't yeah. matter well, you to have them that's like what that's they're doing their yeah. job you, you have heard of pavlov's dog right yeah just the response period yeah, yeah right yeah. exactly okay. maybe that maybe that's what it you know became but it was just funny to me it's like okay i just did this 20 seconds ago and now you're freaking out again <laughs> i guess you know what maybe that's them. that's the benefit if maybe we should all take a lesson from dogs to truly be in the present moment it doesn't matter what happened 20 seconds ago. well yeah <laughs> it's just like when you leave the house you can come back in five minutes or five days you know it's, it's the same amount of time. Man, yeah. that's not about time that's just about Yes, yeah. happiness yeah. right now. Dogs don't have watches. Doggy Zen is what that is. Yeah. Did you saw that Delta is uh, going back to some generic napkins on their flights after a little stink Wait, last week? What do week? you mean generic napkins? Um, they yeah, had were some, they using fancy ones? They before? were using these new napkins about a week ago until a bunch of passengers started complaining. It was they were co-branded with Diet Coke because Coke is the the drink of the airline airline. Uh, on one side of the napkin it said because you're on a plane full of interesting people uh, you never know and then on the back if you flip it over it's got a spot for you to put your name and your phone number Okay. And then it just says, be a little old school. Write down your number and give it to your plain crush. You never know. That's just funny. That's well, just, I'm trying to be of course, funny. a bunch of folks were like, that's kind of creepy. You're leaving your phone number for people on the plane. It's if creepy you fill if it out, if you, yeah. It's creepy. If, you can find creepy in anything if you try. Why are you looking at me? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's too That's too sensitive. So they're Just going, look at it and you don't like it, then turn the napkin over. They're going back to their standard Diet Coke branded napkins. <laughs> no more creeps. Uh, hey, uh, can I have another Biscoff? <laughs> <laughs> Creep! That's creepy. Thanks for having us on while you work. Uh, anything that you might have missed on today's show, catch it on the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast. And come on, hang out with us later. A little bonus after the show. It's something we do only online where we hang out all together a little bit longer. So join us later today after the show.